Hi, I'm Gary Smith. Welcome back. Today I'm excited to speak with the team at the water testing company TapScore. Dan Abood is sales and business development manager and has a BS in chemical engineering from the University of Rochester and an MS in technology entrepreneurship from Simon Business School. Kate Wisielowski is a chief operations officer in charge of fulfillment and logistics. She has a BA from the University of California in Berkeley. John Pujol is a water expert in contaminant research, testing, and treatment. John has a master's in engineering from UC Berkeley and a bachelor's in economics from Boston University. Home Inspector Hans Kramer is helping me today with my interview. Hans has recently owned a water testing company in Montgomery Center, Vermont. Hans currently lives in Orlando, Florida. We pick up our conversation as Dan explains their website and reporting. Sit back and enjoy my conversation with TapScore. Allows you to really in one place see every single test. And if you are an organization like a, um, like a franchise that maybe has 30 home inspectors working under you, uh, you might be really interested in this because it allows you to just kind of quickly organize um, all of mm. your tests where, you know, if you've got 30 home inspectors and each one is doing uh, five tests a month, like you're looking at 150 tests. How do you keep track of that? That's going to be a real pain. And so that's, that's another point where we, I think our, our software can work really well. And um, we're also working on integrating it with a lot of home inspector software. You know, ultimately we think this should be seamless. Like your ability to send in labs, sure. lab testing should be akin to a doctor sending in lab samples. You know, you shouldn't have to think about which lab, what time frame, what the cost. It should be just click and plug and play. And so for the for the softwares that are out there already facilitating this kind of comp combining all the home inspector work that gets done and bringing all these reports together, we just want to be part of that flow. How much your market is home inspectors? Probably less than ten percent. You know, but moving up quickly, it's, it's, it's one. So we began direct to consumer um, and direct to consumer is great when the person is um, uh, aware enough to know that they can do this. Right. They have to, the individual has to say, oh, I'm going to buy a water test. I'm going to go search for one online and they'll find us. And we've been, phenom- I think, very successful at, at, at making customers happy that way. Uh, we are ramping up the home inspection uh, service because we realize that most people won't think to themselves, oh, I want to do an environmental test in my home. But the home inspector has this incredible opportunity to be person to person, right? To say like, hey, you're buying a home. These are the things that might matter. And it's that, it's that direct contact that we think will inspire more people to want to do more environmental health testing. Uh, especially as the news continues to show how important this kind of stuff can be. I think that's, you know, like testing radon, that's one of the things that they have to do. So as far as when they buy your kits, do you have a COC in the kit or do they have to get online? The COC is already in there. We take care of it. We filled it all out. Um, It's been signed by us and it will be signed by the lab upon receipt. How do you handle, um, so say somebody has a contaminated well, say there's full of coliform and they, they call you, to see what the next step should be. Do you guys need them somewhere or how to work that? That's actually included in the reports. Um, maybe Johnny can say a little bit more about those. Yeah, we have a uh, 
professional engineers on, 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 on call to help with answering questions about the results, to help with even treatment recommendations, um, the, either from the inspector or from the end user, the customer, the, the home buyer. And our reports do include like recommended treatment options right away. So when you run that test and you say, let's say that you experience high coliform, maybe it'll suggest uh, that you use a reverse osmosis system or something like that. How do you address the liability? Is, are there, what are, talk about liability for, for the inspector. Yeah, I mean, I think the, the, the most, the liability question, as you know, it varies a lot locally. You know, every, every state is gonna be different. We do our best to kind of be incredibly transparent about what the requirements are in their state. You know, like in New Jersey, for instance, very, very difficult state for us to do business in. In the state of New Jersey, you need a trained water system operator or lab representative to collect the sample. What that does is boost the cost of collecting a water sample. And so it's really only done in private wells. But in most states, in other parts of the country, uh, there isn't such a stringent requirement on who puts the water in the sample jar. And so in such situations, uh, we make clear that like this is a, an ancillary offering that you can include in your portfolio as an inspector, make money on. And if you follow the directions, it's, a, it's an incredibly effective way of providing a very accurate result. If you don't follow the directions, um, we will help you answer questions questions for you, provide you the full analysis from the lab, the quality control, the results, everything akin to a professional certified water sampling technician for a water utility. Um, but at the end of the day, we tell every inspector, listen, check with your local requirements or ask us and we'll check for you. Um, but we do like to know in advance what kind of local requirements you have. We can't, you know, we can't answer to all, all 50,000 counties. Um, but we get asked every day, hey, what are the requirements in my county? And we'll go look it up. You know, we're proficient at that. And then we'll let them know. We'll say, hey, okay, you have to test for these five things. And by the way, you need to do it, you know, in this particular manner. I have a home inspection to do tomorrow. It's a new construction. I'm not sure exactly how to sell a new construction or tell me what I'm going to find in the average new constructed, new construction house. Water quality is going to obviously be based on like sampling is done more in older homes or new construction. How Talk about that. Yeah, great, great question. Um, so there's a, there's a number of considerations. It's one is the water coming from a private well? Is it coming from city water line? If the home is old, you know, built before the 80s, then there's a higher chance of there being lead plumbing. In general, a higher chance of metals being in the water just because there's been enough time for things to corrode. In a newer system, you usually have the consideration of PEX plumbing, and you've got PEX A, PEX B, PEX C. Uh, different formulations of the same of the same uh, chemical uh, used in the plumbing, but the the manner in which they're laid out are different. And so PEX A is usually the best, uh, and usually has the least issue. We then talk about the faucets, other parts of the uh, of the plumbing, where you know very oftentimes the very last second an old fixture that you bought because you loved it in southern France, but it's 150 years old. It's you know, the brass is poisoning you. Right. Um, and so we ask, you know, if you have the time, snap a picture of the, of the spigot, attach it to your, your test. But always be mindful, and we try to help each person, each inspector, be mindful of what to look for. In particular, it's private well versus city water line. What type of plumbing are you looking at? If it's a well, we're going to find arsenic or uranium, perhaps. If it's, if it's old plumbing, we, we'll probably find some lead, maybe some cadmium and nickel. And then generally speaking with city water lines, if you're following the instructions, you shouldn't be finding coliform bacteria and E. coli. There's a chlorine residual in that water that keeps the water disinfected. If it's a private well and it hasn't been used in a while or it's a new well, 
we're likely going to find some kind of coliform presence. And so, you know, we ask inspectors to sterilize the tip of the faucet, make sure that there's no contamination coming from the tip of the faucet. You know, that, that's not what we care about. It's, is the well contaminated? And so if you follow the directions that we provide, it's, it's fairly easy to make sure you're doing everything right. And the first couple of times, it'll feel clunky, like you're reading a book that's really not that interesting. <laughs> but then, <laughs> then sooner or later, you'll be like, okay, I get it. There's like three key decisions I need to make here. And they're all fairly quick. And you're doing that work anyway. You're looking at the plumbing anyway. You're looking at the well anyway. You're looking at the kitchen, you know, appurtenances anyway. Um, and this is just adding one more observation to make and, and one in which you can make some money doing and actually help people live a, a healthier life. How much is your basic coliform bacteria test? So the testing what? itself is actually really cheap. I don't know. Kate, what is the average price for the coliform? Uh, we lost, think, we yeah, lost, we lost Kate. Kate. I'm, pulling, I'm pulling it up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think we, we generally, you know, the actual testing cost for coliform and E. coli alone is, oh. you know, 15 to 25 bucks. The problem is, and this is another area, just like the state of New Jersey, for example, where we're relatively weak. If all you're doing is a coliform and E. coli test, we're probably not your cheapest option. It's because we have to ship that to the lab within 24 hours that it's going to get expensive. And so if you have a local lab that can run a coliform and E. coli test, you should just use the local lab. Um, unless you want to use this and pay, pay a little bit more. But if you want to do testing for the heavy metals, if you want to test for plastics, if you want to test for arsenic and uranium and these other issues and, and, and sell a more comprehensive water test, that's really what we're billed for. Just to give you an idea on pricing, um, our lead and copper test is... Uh, you know, the pay later is $9 and then the activation is $23. Um, the coliform and E. coli pay later, uh, pay later is $9 and the activation is 50. So you're looking, you know, for like the lead and metals, you're looking at under 35 bucks. And for the E. coli, you're looking at, you know, under 60 bucks. And then we've got the, the advanced, the pro, uh, well, or the pro city tests as well that are fairly affordable. 99 for the pro city test. And then of course the expensive ones are the well test because you have that, that, um, uh, cooling. Blanking on the the bacterial testing. The no, but the, you've got shipping. the cold, the cold pack, the cold pack. Where we're most effective is in areas where the inspector is, is, is inspecting homes. I'd say North of 300,000, um, where the, where the, the buyer of the home is, is, likely to spend between you know 100 to, to 300 dollars on this water quality test that's where we see we're most effective if the, if, the, if the home prices in your area are under under 250,000, it's unlikely in our experience that the buyers are going to be that enthusiastic about about another 200 dollars bill from the inspector yep. to do a water test as you go on you're going to find that, that they actually do people even though the house costs less it doesn't negate the fact that the house might have bad water and folks yeah. are, you know, they still want water tested. I mean, I used to inspect houses that were about 80 grand. We do a, a $500 water test. As far as water tests, a lot of times, I think you're also going to find, you go on, that you're going to end up having to do a lot of FHA, VA test. That's six, the six-point test mm -hmm. that's required by the FHA. I think you're going to find that you're going to end up doing a lot of those. We do a lot of those already. I mean, we found that VA and FHA loans have become a massive portion, I think, uh, is really how we got started is people started asking about those tests. And then we said, well, who's doing these tests? And then we found it was oftentimes the inspector. And then uh, that's how we kind of got to know this inspector, you know, got to meet all the inspectors that we've met now was really coming from those FHA and VA loans.
how do you guys check to be sure there's no chlorine in the water that somebody hasn't put chlorine in the water? We have a dechlorinating agent that'll get added. Um, yeah, the yeah, inside of the bottle. after. Yeah. Yep. Do you send it out in the bottle for the, the test? We can also the... provide it in the bottle. We do have those materials. Um, usually in the lab, I think it's treated with sodium thiosulfate to act as a dechlorinating agent. We used to find that people used to put a little chlorine in it to try to make the test come back better. Oh, is it sort of akin to painting over the the rotten <laughs> one by six fascia? And... Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. <laughs> or using, or using pouring a bottle of spring water in a test can instead of. Look, there's no there's no lead in the paint here. There's no chipping paint. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to prep a little bit before we're we're going to freeze the 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 cold pack. We're going to go out and sample it. We're going to we're going to put the you know we're going to package it up, send it off. We're looking at uh, what three to five days, two to four days. Is it, is that an average? I'd say, yeah, four is the average number. Yeah. Four? Now we used to, in Vermont, if we were, if we received the test, a uh, coliform test, and it was more than 24 hours out, we had to note that on the report that we didn't receive it within 24 hours. Oh, I was sorry, I mean, I, sorry, Hans. I was meaning the actual time in the lab. Okay, so as far as, if you don't get it, inspector takes it. So when the inspector got it and sent it out on the COC, we had to have that test within 24 hours. We had to table that test in within 24 hours. Or else if we didn't, we'd have to note, make a notation on the, in the report that we didn't receive the test within 24 hours. That's right. And, and we do the same thing. So if, if the sample is received with the, you know, the expression is out of hold, uh, then you know, we'll mark that on the COC. We'll let the inspector know uh, they can resample and retest whether they want to or not. FHA and BA often require it. Um, but if it's a city water sample and there's no E. coli and there's no coliform, there's no hold consideration. So it is a test by test consideration. And for okay. each of those different test packages, you know, we'll handle it, you know, accordingly. I don't think so. I think as far as the homeless, because we dealt mostly with homeless factors um, and realtors. I think you're going to find that time goes on, you're going to, that's going to be a pretty broad base too of your business. Um, it's all about turnaround time. Do you think price would be below turnaround time? I, yeah, pr price isn't a big deal. There's yeah. going to be two factors. The price is going to be dependent upon the buyer and the turnaround time is going to be dependent upon the agent mm. because the agent is going to push upon the, the home inspector right at the beginning. So what are you doing? We're going to get a water test. Well, how, what's the turnaround time? I need to, I need to close this thing. And we're right. going to say four days and they're going to say, oh, that's cramping me here. Uh, I've got a 10 day thing. I'm seven into it getting you here. I only have two days left. Right. And I, I, I think a, a lot of that time is from the coliform and E. coli. And there's no real way to speed that up because you have to grow it in the lab. Um, whereas if you're doing a city test, that's the one where I think we can we can probably cut down on that time. Is that right, Johnny? Yeah, and there's also the wonder, I mean, we have this nice flexibility, which is that if you need portions of your test faster than others, like let's say somebody orders a 200 panel uh, of 200 different contaminants, like we can get you the parts that you need fastest first. And as the other parts come in, they will get appended to your report. So it might be that the inspection, you know, does require that six point FHA loan within the short time frame, and we get you that. But the rest right. of it, which might take five or six more days, you'll still receive but you might receive it after, you know, that 10 day allotment. And if you're buying the house, maybe that, you know, that's probably okay. You still, the important thing is these issues can almost always 
be dealt with, right? Like with, uh, with some kind of on-site water treatment. If you guys don't actually have an in-house lab and you're putting that stuff to different, to local labs or whatever, that lab is slow. How do you work that? We work with these labs a lot. So, you know, if a lab over time is not meeting its, its stated targets, you know, then we'll stop working with that lab. You know, so every lab we work with, you know, you know, when, when we, when we build our relationship with a new lab in the beginning, it's, you know, who knows, like, are they going to meet the targets they told us? Uh, some, lo some labs have no problem meeting and exceeding targets. Other labs, we notice, you know, they say they can do it in two or three days and it's always five. And so, um, you know, the short answer is yes. Will we occasionally miss deadlines? Yeah, yes, we're not perfect. And neither are the labs and we understand that. But if a lab continues to miss deadlines and get things wrong and make mistakes, then, you know, we'll stop sending them samples and we'll focus on the labs that we know can do a good job. So what's the lab count? 10, 50? Presently, about, uh, somewhere between 60 and 100. Uh, depends which, sometimes you have a lab, you know, this lab world is fascinating. Uh, side note, you know, labs <laughs> that own labs, you know, there, there are some megalith labs out there that do an extraordinary job uh, and own many other small laboratories. So, you know, and, and some labs have 10 facilities, some have just one. But yeah, so we're constantly growing. We're doing just the water tests right now. And for water testing, somewhere between 60 and 100 labs currently active, the objective over the next year or so is to expand that for all types of testing, not just water testing, but dust, allergens, um, indoor air, air quality, soil. Yeah. indoor air quality, soil, like a lot of these environmental testing labs and Hans will probably speak to this, you know, they do much more than just water testing. Like an environmental testing lab can test a lot of different things. It's similar machinery, similar accreditation. So, you know, our, our goal is to deliver all of these labs to the inspector in an easy way so that they can kind of sell more services that matter to, uh, to, the, to, the, to the buyer. So I know zero about water testing <laughs> and I'm new into the program and I, I need to learn a little bit about the language in order to sell the service. Do you guys um, teach that? Do you, um, well, you the once, the, yeah, once the report is there, um, I've got to do, I explain, the what's in the, the water hey look your water is bad this is bad water and here's why no the good thing for the inspector is that they don't need to really know anything if the customer has questions um they're able to i mean everything should be explained in the report but even if they have further questions um they can contact us directly and uh i, I don't know if you've gotten a chance to look at the reports they're really they're really pretty thorough into you know what their danger, you know, what the contaminant is, what the health effects of that contaminant are, and and how to remediate that, which is the most important step. Well, I, I mentioned this because of of, uh, of a similar incident here locally, where um, agent contacted me. They had had a mold sample done, and they sent me the report to see if I could understand how to read the report because the inspector that had ordered the report did not know how to read the report right, and did right. not know how to talk with the client. So there is a the, lot harder. It's, it's a whole different animal mold and water. I mean, it's, the reports are totally different. Totally yeah. different. Yeah, yeah, think, mold is in particular very tricky. It's true. Uh, but it's, it's not at the same time, you know, I think you get used to one kind of report. We've seen so many different lab reports now and water quality reports in particular that we just say, listen, just, just talk to us. We'll, we'll, over time, you'll learn. But in the beginning, if customers have questions, just send them to us. 
you know, we'll help them diagnose and understand. Um, we do it all day long. And that there's a, uh, like a 1-800 number or there's a local number. Uh, obviously, you guys have a number to, to call where you can answer. You have like, we have a phone number uh, and a live chat. Yeah. Okay. So you have a live chat. Okay. The live chat is really, I think, the best way to get in touch with us. I think 5 a.m. to about 9 p.m. I mean, it's Pacific, Pacific time. Uh, yes. 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 If it's after hours, it goes to our cell phones. <laughs> yep. Yep. So someone, if someone's awake in the middle of the night, someone will get back to you. I think one, one thing I, we're constantly looking for from inspectors as, a, as, a quest, as an open question is mm -hmm. like, what other kinds of testing services, what water testing services do you want most? Because like we're, we're really trying to get these labs to work better for you. And we know it can be tricky, especially if you're a new inspector and you, you don't yet have a, a strong relationship with a lab and, and you're trying to figure this stuff out. It can be really confusing and intimidating. So yeah, I think the, the most important thing for us to learn right now is what challenges you're facing as an inspector in terms of adding this as an ancillary service, because we'll fight for you and, and, and find a way to make it easier and faster. I would appreciate that advocacy. Yeah. In my local, I've got downtown that's typically um, older homes and terrible I mean, we have boil water uh, warnings in some in wow. some parts of our city, inner city of Jackson, Mississippi. It's 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 a horrible water lines. They're breaking constantly, and uh, the further you go out, I'm sure it's the same with a lot of cities. The further you go out, the the houses are new. And um, do you have any kind of stats or anything that show like pulling it from a river is different than pulling your water, your water quality from a reservoir? By this summertime, we, we already have something called local water quality uh, integrated into the report. The plan for uh, this summer is to launch a much more sophisticated way for inspectors to get local water quality estimates and data uh, for free directly on the report. So you'll see the, all the nearby water quality to the home or to any given address. You'll see the the violations of the local water utilities, uh, which ones are performing well, which ones are not. This is often, you know, nobody required. Um, however, it's really useful, I think, for the buyer to see how that water utility is performing. It's useful to see all the water quality of the homes on the block and nearby. And so we want to provide all of that data directly there on the report. So even if you get your own results back and you've only tested seven things, or you've only done that six point inspection for your, for your, for your home, uh, you still see the results of everyone else in the area in a anonymized way uh, and get a sense of like, what, what are the local water issues people are facing in this community? So, so who collects that data? Where is, is it in a central, is it in a federal space or? or? It's another great question. So, <laughs> yes, it, it's a little bit of everything. Uh, the EPA does consolidate data from the states. Uh, into a database called SIDWIS, S-D-W-I-S. It's probably the single most uh, prolific uh, database of U.S. water quality data, but it is really difficult to parse through. I mean, just forget about it. You're not going to find the time as in, through your, in your busy life. As an so what we do is we also go oh. state by state and collect information at the state level, and we merge that information also with our own water testing that we do to build one comprehensive database of state data, federal data, and TAP score data. 
So currently, I think we have some of the best water quality data available. Is that one of your strong points? Is that definitely? And I, we're looking we're looking into partnerships with uh, companies like Zillow and Redfin, so that they can get just like you get a walk score, you can also get a uh, water mm. quality score. You guys have been going for what four years, six years? Hard to oh. say. We, we had a couple <laughs> of turns in the road. You know, we we actually initially started off as yeah. an electrochemical. A treatment company through the process of kind of identifying where the bigger problem were what problems were we realized it's actually a diagnostics problem like you have solutions you have labs that can do the testing you have you know for example inspectors who can be relied upon to collect the samples and, right. and incentivized to collect yeah. the samples and you've got people who want this information because it's personal health information it, it, it matters but there's not enough of a communication between those four parts and so we ended up building the service because we, we realized that like, actually we don't need to develop new technology right now. We just need to find a way to communicate through uh, to the various parties and make this thing work uh, more seamlessly uh, as a software and as a communications platform between inspectors and, and home buyers and, and labs. Um, so yeah, six years we've been around, but really only for the last two in, in, with TAPScore and with this particular service. Fantastic. Do you guys go to any of the um, home inspector trade shows? We're going to go to our first one this year. Yep. <laughs> if it's still running, hopefully. Oh, that's right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're allowed to go, yeah. If we're yeah, allowed yeah. to go. Where's the trade show? Do you know where it's going to be? Be hail? Nevada. Las Vegas is one of them. The other one, I think, is Southern California. Yeah. Internachi and Ashi. Ashi? Mm-hmm. Ashi. Oh, that's, yeah. yeah Very good. Uh, I think those will be helpful for you. Yeah. Oh, great. Yep. Well, thanks, guys. Yeah, thank you you. very much. This is awesome. See you guys soon. Um, Stay safe. No COVID. No COVID. We'll try. (laughs) (laughs) I might already have it.